Welcome to another edition of Easy Jazz Spotlight. In the spotlight today is Javali, an Atlanta keyboardist and arranger who, despite having never performed live in front of an audience, is making waves in the jazz business for her uniquely smooth, upbeat compositions. Javali started singing and writing music at a very young age, and in this interview with host Ken Boyd, explains why she has not yet performed on stage, sticking only to the recording studio. She currently has four new jazz singles currently out, Back in the Day, Fly Away, Love Me For Me, along with her most recent One Day Soon, and two R&B soul singles, You and Passion, I love that word, and Love on the Line. Her most recent NRB release infused with a hip-hop sound and her last release for the years, that was last year, by the way, in November, called So Real. Um, her first release for this year, coming up, I believe in June, is called Be Still. Welcome to the Jazz Spotlight, Javali. Javali, pleasure Thank to have you. you here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Great. Honor. Thank you. So let's talk about from the beginning. You started to uh, sing and write songs early. What age were you? I was singing, I was five. I've been singing since I was five years old. My writing started at between, it's around 11, 11 when I started writing, wow. 11 years old. Yeah, long what, time. What type of songs were you writing as a child at 11? Um, at 11, I actually was writing all, I was writing honestly all genres, rock, pop, and jazz. Literally. So um, there was a there was a song for for everything. I, it just melodies just um, love to write. It seems like that's all I would do. Um, so how, I'm did surprised. You, how did you write? Is it, did it come off as poetry, thoughts? I mean, obviously, emotional stuff for you, even at that age. Right. Yeah. It, 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 for me, it was it was poetry. Um, it was poetry. But it was music. It was song. It was song. Um, and then I wanted to be an actor. So, uh, you know, and back in, you know, in my elementary days, every for every school that I went to, I was in the choir or back then it was the band. So I was what in, did you band. Play in the band. What, what was the instrument you played in the band? I played the clarinet and I also played a little snare drum. Um, because I love Sheila E and I wanted to be a drummer. So, um, well, but that no, makes I, sense. yes, I wanted to, I wanted to be that, I wanted to be Sheila E so bad. Um, but no, I played clarinet and of course, aside from me playing clarinet, I sang. So, um, you know, my voice was always my instrument, my biggest instrument probably. Um, so yeah. Did you sing for the family too? Absolutely. I was always, always singing, always i mean just always singing 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 and writing singing and writing yeah absolutely so you were raised in sacramento california yes did you have any local heroes there or were you just listening to the radio and watching tv and listen to other things local heroes my father uh, my mom uh, my uncles um fantastic yeah my my uncle he he actually is the one that um, he really inspired me very, very early on. He's the one who showed me I could hold a note. He, 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 he put, I don't know what uh, record he put on, but he put on a record one day and I was singing, I started singing. 
And I don't remember the song, but it must have been a song that I knew and that I liked. And, and he stopped and he stopped the record and he said, sing that again. And he said, OK, now I want you to sing from your stomach. And so um, he said, do you realize you can sing? You can sing. And so from from then on, you know, did, you know, steam, right. I mean, yeah, I can. Like, cool. yeah. Absolutely. Because at five, you're just loud. You think you're just loud. But as I got older, he was like, no, you, you, you can sing. That's so, funny. yeah, very inspiring. And who else did you uh, like and enjoy listening to growing up, influencing you? As well, as far as music, if you're referring to music, yeah. um, my influence is music wise. I think I had an old soul. So um, between my mom and my dad, I grew up listening to it for, for jazz, just for starters, um, David Sanborn. He was, he was one of my first um, jazz musicians that I listened to. I used to stand on a chair in, in the backyard when we lived in Sacramento. And the very first song I used to put on the record and I used to play Chicago song. And I used to stand on this chair because I'm only five feet tall. And where we lived in Sacramento, you could see the mountains going towards Reno, Nevada. So I used to come home from school with my big imagination and stand on this chair <laughs> and play his album and look at that mountain view because it was so pretty and it was so clear and you could see it. And so, so he was one of my, he was my biggest, he was one of my biggest influences. My mother listened to um, Alex Bunyong was one of my biggest influences. And, and she turned me on to Chick Corea. Um, when I was 15, there was a song that she played, but it was a modern song, you know, at, even at 15, um, I was a little older. Um, but I said, well, who was that? And she said, well, you've got to listen to him. He's so cool. So between him, Paul Hardcastle, Najee coming up, those were, those were my go-tos until this day. Those were my influences from her and on my dad, his he influenced me. It was Art Porter. It was um, Grover. You know, it was George Howard. May they rest in peace because they're no longer here. But oh. so he, it was, it was, you know, when you think between the two, they both like jazz and just how we would sit and me and my father would sit and he'd say, listen to this, L listen to this horn, just listen, just listen. And so I have lots of influences, um, but from jazz, rock, pop. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you, when did you, you start them. playing in public? I know you're an independent artist. When did you start playing? Mm -hmm. Did you get a band together or do you solo act? Or I've how never, I've, I've, I've never, I've never played in public as of yet. Only be, only because um, I remember I, that that's my goal. But I've never been a performing artist as of yet. That's the plan. But I remember when I was working with my first uh, working with Bob Baldwin and I remember him always saying, you know, you have to build your catalog of music up. And so for me, um, me wanting to the things that I wanted to do, what I want to do as an artist, because I produce my own music. I said, well, you know, I, I have to build a catalog of music, you know, and of course you got an audience and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you have to build all of that up. Um, and so that's been my focus, just perfecting my, literally perfecting my craft, finding out, you know, who I am, you know, as well, still 
as an artist, you know, you still have to get to know yourself. And because it was something I decided to put off, um, I decided to put it off until my kids were grown. And oh. so, yeah. So, so that's one of the reasons why I've never performed. I honestly, I'm going to be honest. I should have been performing mainstream probably years ago, but I decided um, that I wanted a family. I wanted a family. I wanted to be married and I didn't want, you. you can't compete with that. And so, no, um, yeah. So now that they're, you know, the task is complete. I'll always be mom, but they're out the way now. And that's been, my music has been my focus. Well, good for you. It's your turn, yeah. right? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> my time. <laughs> my, your time, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, do you have any uh, favorite non-jazz tunes or artists that you listen to? Absolutely. One of, my, one of my favorites, I don't listen to her too much anymore, but one of my favorites, um, Mary J. Blige. Love Mary, love, love Mary, love Mary J. Blige. Um, just a non-jazz, I can go. I love rock. So um, my rock, it's old school. I love Journey. So oh, I don't know if you're great. a Journey fan, but of course, yes. uh, yeah, I, I love Journey. Um, Steely Dan, I'm an old school girl. So you I are. like, yeah, I like the old, I like the old tunes and I love rock, Def Leppard. Those are really my influences, um, non-jazz, pop, uh, Madonna, the cover girls. I'm old. I, I don't know if I'm still stuck, <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm young, but I'm old. Um, I don't, you know, I used to love rap. You know, I used to love rap, but, you know, I don't listen to rap anymore. Um, I definitely was because I love the beats because I, you know, I produce music. So, um, you know, that, ry that rhythm is everything yeah. but um yeah i i love music i have a lot of influences probably too much too much too many to name that's cool <laughs> though that's great right yeah, yeah absolutely yeah yeah um so with the pandemic you know all that sort of stuff as an independent uh producer arranger songwriter uh you know artist uh, you were all, you were working alone anyway, so it wasn't. I mean, it, I'm, I'm sure it affected you and your families. It did everybody around the world, but for you, it was a little bit different working alone and being alone with your work anyway. Would that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because I've always I, I, I like working alone. Um, I, I don't want to do. I've always said I don't want to do too many features. I will say. Um, the, the how you know I've worked with you know working with Bob Baldwin and I've worked with David Dyson working with them actually was it was an honor not only an honor but I always said well I don't know if I can work with other people right. you know because of you know you have to you have to mesh creatively and I didn't want you know I just I don't want that clash you know that creative clash but working working with them yeah, there was no clash with producer Bob Baldwin what was that like it was great. Um, actually, I met Bob online. He actually reached out to me, and I didn't even—I don't—I didn't even have any music. Um, I didn't have any music available. I was literally just in the midst, just in the start of uh, my journey. So, once my my father he was sick, and so that kind of pushed me along, you know, just mm -hmm. with stress and um, heartache. But mm -hmm. he reached out to me and asked me if I had any music um, oh. available because he's seen me on Instagram and I actually was just 
really trying to ramp up my production and um, just get really just getting my feet wet for, you know, to, to get myself out there professionally, commercially, as far as producing. Um, and, you know, and I just told him, you know, once I, I don't, but once I um, get some music, I will be happy. I'll be honored to, to give you some music, you know, send you some music since he has a radio station. And um, that's how, that's how we met. And that's how we end up, that's how we end up working together on my very first um, single. Right. Yeah. Fabulous stuff, right? Yeah. And you've since completed eight other projects on your own with your uh, sixth project being your first self-produced album called Let's Talk About It, featuring Grammy-nominated bassist David Dyson on three tracks. That must have been a cool experience for you. I was honored. I, I, I was honored. You hear the stories of, and, I, and I've met so many people, um, independent artists, and just to be able to work with them, you know, the two of them, and, and him not say no. You know, I and just just how we met, you know, um, I just was honored. And just the fact that I didn't have to the way he understood what I was doing with my music. I didn't I didn't have to tell him or explain to, what, what to explain what I needed. He went in there and he put his touch, you know, on my three tracks. There was no complaints. It was great. And if and if that was if I could work with him every day as a basis, I would. Um, and that was one of, that was it. Then that's the example of, you know, me in my mind. Well, I don't know who I can work with, you know, with perfect example. Sure. I could work with him every day. Neat. So, yeah. Now, the title, uh, let's talk about it. Did that come from personal experience? Do you usually write from personal experience? I do. I write from personal experience. That came, that came from um, just the state of the world. You know, what, what, you know, COVID and just everything, you know, that I have gone through, mm -hmm. um, gone through a lot. And so it just, let's talk about it. And, and that, and that's what came, you know, that's what came to mind. You know, let's, let's talk about it. But that was the purpose of the song, just that. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? I think we all need to talk about it. <laughs> There's a lot going on underneath it all. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's, let's listen to one of your tracks.
We're with Javali in the Jazz Spotlight today. Uh, what's next for Javali? What's next? Yeah. Well, music. I, I'm, I'm music, music. Um, I'm working on. I'm working on my EP album. I don't. I'm actually working on two projects right now. So, about. yeah, be still. Be still is my vocal project. That particular single actually dropped January the sixth, and that's going to be a part of my vocal project that I have upcoming. Um, right now, I'm completing a jazz project. I just actually completed um, a single that just dropped yesterday, as a matter of fact, Stuck in Traffic. <laughs> so that <laughs> and who hasn't been, right? Right, right. So, uh, you know. You could have called that road rage, but that's. <laughs> uh, especially out here in Atlanta, especially out here in Atlanta. But um, my hopes is, you know, just to keep, you know, making my music and I and my with the hopes of performing. I don't I honestly don't know. And I get it all the time. People want to see me perform and they ask me, when are, when are you, when are you going to perform or when are you going to sing? I don't know if I want to perform jazz. I don't know if I want to play, but singing, I do, I do want to hit center stage. Um, I'm pretty sure of that. I, the, the jazz, the performance, I just feel for that. Everybody does it. it it's there's, I, I don't know for, for me, there's lots of, there's lots of, keyboardist there's lots of saxophone players and I don't put myself in just one category right. and most and it's probably because I do the music myself I make it and I produce it and so I just I feel like I'm this you know I'm this renaissance this re I, I do everything you know yeah. I do everything I'm not just this one this keyboardist or this singer I am this arranger i love music and i probably honestly like writing more than anything and producing well you do a great job with it javali thank you thank you her music is available at all platforms you can support javali on her journey by following her on spotify and all the other social media platforms along with sharing downloading purchasing and streaming your favorite tunes by javali Yavali, thank you for being in our Jeff Spotlight today. Thank you. I appreciate it. And very honored. Very honored. This has been another edition of Easy Jazz Spotlight, produced by Easy Jazz FM. Check us out online at easyjazz.fm. <laughs>